This NFL Picks Week 16 edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. My Bookie's six days of giveaways is upon us. From the 21st to the 26th, My Bookie is hooking players up with free bets, casino chips, and blackjack tournaments with huge cash prizes, all completely free. Use promo code SGP for a 50% deposit bonus. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store and use promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to $50. That's thrivefantasy.com, promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is the home for avid sports bettors, providing insights, analysis, and free betting picks, including picks from the crew at SGPN. Better than Vegas. It's like YouTube for sports betting. Check out all their free videos at better than dot Vegas. That's better than dot Vegas. Finally, we're brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in pay per head providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Hey, this is Derek Stevens. I'm the owner of Circle Las Vegas. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Ooh, welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner and picks Ryan real money. Kramer tapped and Kramer dog. Greetings, Sean. Greetings. Happy week 16. Merry well, Christmas. Thank you. Dropping the Merry Christmas. Huh? Ryan? Uh, you know, I, I thought about getting a Santa hat. Then I realized that I don't I don't have one that fit my. Colby fits, has a Santa hat. You don't have it. one that fits my head. Uh, well, that's cool. I think Colby wears that a little too much <laughs> to be sharing it. Perhaps. Week sixteen, we got two weeks left. Uh, playoffs right around the corner. Playoffs. The, N- the NFC East. Every team is still <laughs> uh, alive in the NFC East. And that's we're gonna exciting. Be, we're gonna be spending the first fifteen minutes of this episode breaking down every NFC East <laughs> uh, playoff scenario. I'm sure, Sean. No, we're no, not. No more four star review or one star reviews. Well, they no. It was just when you talked about Joe Judge for fifteen minutes that really pissed that guy off. It was more of a commentary. All rise. All rise. There, there has been a, uh, I, you know, I don't know if it's correlation causation, but the Joe Judge talk on the podcast has fallen off a cliff, Ryan. Recently, thank God. Uh, you know, injuries are tough. Once, once he's been exposed as a man who just. You know, doesn't have. I mean, a guy who has great culture. You think, you know, you'd be able to keep the virus on lockdown. Wouldn't have these flare-ups. Would be able to power through hamstring injuries. The NFL clearly has an agenda when it comes to the (laughs) the the rescheduling, the uh, the adjacency, uh, COVID uh, like conspiracy, like Bradbury. Okay, just a couple days on the old uh, IR for COVID. Right back out. Yeah, I'm I'm all in on all rise, Mr. Joe Judge. It's just about next year, Sean. Oh wow, okay. It's just about next. Well, you guys won the NFC, so uh, you guys are going to be going to the playoffs. Should be a great round one, Brian. Giants control the just just for the record, the Giants 
assuming the Redskins can lose a game, the Giants would would actually control their own destiny. Well, so, all right. Assuming this, ass- that's the opposite of controlling your own destiny. I'm just saying when it, you need other it, things to happen. If things yes, yes. The Giants will be now you're making me happy again. The Giants will be the NFC's champion in two <laughs> they weeks. They already won. Uh speaking of winners, a huge win for me again. Lock it up. Wheat thins comes through <laughs> in a dominating performance, getting sixty-one point two percent of the bets. I, I'm not I informed worried. my wife she lost her I'm and team worried. triscuits. Uh, first of all, small sample size. I noticed you made the vote only a day. That's th- that's not a s- large enough sample size. Second of all, you clearly stuffed the ballot with some weirdos who like wheat thins. What do you mean, our listeners? Uh, I don't know who. What's weird in. about? I, them, I can't Ryan. validate the votes. I don't know if they were collected properly, Sean. We we might have to do this. Uh, we might have to run it back because when I when I saw how many people were voting for wheat thins, it was a landslide. You don't need to run it back, Ryan. There's such thing what as kind, margin of victory. Cave? To to qualify for a recount, you need to be within a certain uh, percentage. I I mean I I've had wheat thins recently. They didn't, I mean I, I, I can probably You're name wrong. I can name 25 things I'd rather eat like. Just in the cracker snack aisle. Well, Triscuits are not one of them. They I'd lost. rather eat plain oyster crackers than wheat thins. Well, run that poll. See how that does. Now, maybe if you if you put something on it, like some cream cheese, is that weird? I uh, and one more uh, one more update on our uh, our fake parlay tweet that continues its viral oh. domination. <laughs> if you missed it, I threw out a fake tweet that a hundred dollar parlay in the Bengals and Jets would have paid three point six million dollars. The internet has lost their mind. Yes. A large percentage thinking it's real. Large percentage getting very angry. A very small percentage understanding the joke. The the true DGens only. One guy wrote back. <laughs> I, I guess someone read this, tagged their friend, and he wrote, <laughs> "I need a time machine." Dot dot dot. And I'll give you a hint. I'm not using it to kill Hitler. <laughs> so this guy is traveling back in time, thinking he's going to win three point six million dollars. Only to win eleven grand. This must be Bowser's <laughs> long lost brother. Hashtag only. A complete out of out of your way Hitler mention. Just completely out well, of the way. You know, You're d- like, you know what? I gotta go to the store, but I'm gonna I'm gonna hang five rights and uh, go to the horse house first. No. Yeah, I I, I think uh, Sean. I will say I have enjoyed responding to people who are, are telling us what the correct amount would be <laughs> remind telling them that they're off by three million five hundred eighty eight thousand and four hundred dollars uh it's been fun <laughs> Ryan let's take a look at the leaderboard free roll football contest presented by our buddies over at bet spurts getting down to the home stretch we got a weekly winner we got a season long leaderboard update. And of course, if you are the weekly winner, hit us up podcast at sports gambling podcast.com to claim your prize. $50 in merch. Kramer, what do we got going on? I'm still shocked. Uh, wheat thins and people are mad that we lied about a parlay payout. Okay. First place all by himself. Week, what was it? Week 15, Sean. First, first week I can remember that we both were in the, the, the standings together. Uh, I'm at ninth. You're at second. Uh, somehow, I'm going to chalk this up to just some weird uh, line variation because we got the same record on the, uh, on the scorecard for the podcast spreads, but in first place, taking down the week, Brad Martin, 10 and five strong week. It was a week where sports books did. All right. So uh, coming out with your head above the water, that's got to feel nice. Sean heading over Thank to the, you. 
Had, uh, oh, I thought you were talking to me. Oh, me too. I, I, I mean, I know you like to pat yourself on the back. No I and team with my back padding. It's heading over the season long leaderboard in fifth place. A guy named Pierre, Sean. Hmm. Things have come to that. 2020, we see a guy named Pierre in the top five <laughs> of the free roll football contest with 120 correct picks. One from Walgreens in fourth place with 121. Matt Steam in third place with 122. In second place, he's won at least one week. Sean Gambling Engineer at 124, and with a commanding lead, we might need an investigation to see if this guy is playing by the same rules as Juan from Walgreens because Wolverines 2019 has 130. Correct. He's running away from. He's running away with it. Unbelievable. Yeah. Putting the uh, putting the contest. Uh, quick nugget about the uh, top ten: there is someone named Nutsack Differential. <laughs> so uh, you know that really stood out to me. It made me laugh. So congratulations to you and Sean Big Blue seventy eight still in, in the top ten, tied for sixth with one hundred and seventeen. And it's very unofficial, but uh, we we crunched the numbers and we crowned Big Blue the unofficial uh, biggest prize winner in SGPN history. Well, he pound for pound uh, free roll football well, contest performances. I, I think he's like, he's won a couple of weeks. He's won some merch. The guy really he immediately he cleans up and, and kudos to him for having an itemized inventory important to, for the wife to understand why you're spending all these times <laughs> watching the games. Yeah. Well, honey, it was for this sweet merch. And seven hundred fifty dollars <laughs> cold hard cash. People aren't doing that already. You need to remind your spouse, loved ones, about all your big wins or just wins in general. So then they start giving you a little space, a little elbow room. If they hear about the wins, then they'll be less pissed uh, when they eventually learn about the losses. Well, and then sometimes you got to do that thing where when you do have a big win, maybe you like calm it down a little bit, just because you know you're going to give a little back, and well, you yeah. also don't want to like you don't want to overcommit. To what you might have to bring home as a reward for the whole household. Uh, yeah, or also you play it off like, you know, winning that much money isn't that big of a thing. I mean, I think like when I hit a five team parlay, I was like, oh yeah, cash two grand, not not a bad weekend. And it was like, oh yeah, is that does that happen a lot? I'm like, yo, it's a, it's a long season. There's going to be ups and downs. So I don't want to get too high or too low. I remember like <laughs> advertising being that I was or, like I was excited. We I won a thousand dollars, and then the next week. She happened to see that I had bet two thousand on one game and was kind of doing the math. Like, well, wait a second. So uh, yeah, you got to be careful. You know, you got to be careful. <laughs> well, dot your eyes, cross your T's. That was funny when we uh, and well, I'm sure we'll bring it back. But we did a, a million dollars worth of props for the uh, Super Bowl pick. Oh, of course, we're doing as that. a fun way to kind of you know give out our units a million dollars in props and. Uh, you know, my wife saw that I was betting. I had written down fifty thousand dollars on uh, heads for the coin toss, and she was she was very worried about our financial situation. And then I let her know it was well, only five thousand dollars. What worried because toss. you don't have a room for all the money you're about to win? Well, and then she heard about how much you tipped uh, the taco guy. She said we're going to be in the poor house. Uh, I'm sure Tess was in team oh, team Ryan course. for that one. Oh, he probably needs the money. Yeah, you know who else needs the money? Well, ah. not I. I don't need the money. You know why? Because I got plenty of cash in my mybookie.ag account. Got a sweet deposit bonus using that promo code SGP. And it is the six days of giveaways over at mybookie.ag. And we got a little uh, Grinch logo on there. But even the Grinch, his black heart. 
His black heart can't be against free blackjack tournaments. That's right, free blackjack <laughs> tournaments. I blow, <laughs> I blow through my uh, blackjack tournament winnings left and right. But, uh, the play free blackjack tournaments. I just saw I got a free casino chip. Got a ten dollar oh, free play. One X rollover. Oh man, this is a uh, doesn't get any better than this over mybookie.ag. Promo code SGP where the holidays never end. Stuff your stocking over at mybookie.ag where you can play, win, and get paid. This is a bad time for me to be firing up the blackjack tournament <laughs> entry that I got into my inbox. All right, Sean. We have football on Christmas. Merry Christmas. Take that, NBA. 130 on the West. I mean, and and such a diabolical time to just Really screw up all sorts. I mean, on the East Coast, it's four thirty. On the West Coast, it's one thirty. Uh, you're fucking up brunch in Hawaii. You just you you put it right in the middle of the day, and I love it. Minnesota heads to New Orleans, where the Saints are laying six and a half minus three ten on the money line. Vikings plus two fifty five. Fifty one is the total. Uh, I'll lead off. I know this is kind of not really prime time. Kind of prime time, kind kind of is the the definition of prime time because everyone's watching. You're the only pro football game on Christmas. Uh, there's plenty of households that I'm sure are probably like, "What the fuck? We can watch football and not have to watch the <laughs> NBA?" Yes, please. And then you know, as far as the handicap, we've kind of touched on this recently. Vikings just struggle when they, you know, we we've seen this with the Rams. We, there's other teams that are like this, the Browns a little bit teams that really need to run the ball to make the offense go because their quarterback can be unreliable. And while Kirk cousins like is probably like strangely, Kirk cousins, probably a step up from Baker, Jared Goff, some of these other guys. Uh, but in this spot, I don't trust cousins to get it done against this defense. And when you make it a prime time spot, yeah, Drew Brees wasn't exciting last week, Sean. Fifteen but, completed passes. But I, I again I think this game is gonna go on the back of Cousins and it's gonna be clear early. And maybe he'll prove us he's proved us wrong before this year, you know, taking down a primetime spot. I'm gonna fade him again, and I think the Saints defense is enough in this one. I think the I think the Saints yeah, take I care mean, of business here. This is a and potentially this is kind of a slam the door shut on any uh, any sort of situations that doesn't see the Saints as the uh, the two seed. So yeah, I mean New Orleans really needs this game. Minnesota kind of that was their last chance. I, I feel like they really needed that win against the Bears. I think they're technically still alive, but it's going to be tough. Have, didn't even mention Ryan revenge game for New Orleans. I mean they got embarrassed. Is that Kirk why Cousins, this was on Christmas? Kirk Cousins coming. <laughs> Into New Orleans and beating them in the playoffs, they have to be fired up for that. Michael Thomas, he's out. Alvin Kamara isn't quite the same, that's, but that's I, concerning. The, the Michael Thomas thing—they just—they really aren't the same without him. But you know, you say all of that, and I know that the Chiefs have been letting teams back in. They did just play a three-point game with a team that's well, beating and they, everyone, and they got a lot of pressure on uh, Patrick Mahomes. Now, some of that is the Kansas City O line is banged up a little bit, but. I think Minnesota's offensive line could struggle to protect Kirk Cousins here down in New Orleans. Now, Delvin Cook had a big game, twenty-four for one thirty-two and a touchdown against Chicago. Still, 
didn't feel like it was enough. And you saw him walking around. He's not on that injury report, but that quad I, I think is really bothering him. And uh, shout out to our pal uh, Walter Football pointing out the the different splits between when Eric Kendricks plays for this Vikings defense and when he doesn't. He's not practicing. Looks like he's on track to be out again. This Minnesota defense is just kind of falling apart. They're really bad, and I think this is a get right game for the Saints, who've lost two games in a row. I, I think Sean Payton's a good coach at home. I, I think he's going to rally the troops here. And playing on Christmas Day on the road after you got eliminated from the playoffs. It's not a division game. I, I just I don't know how up this Vikings team is gonna be for this game. I mean, I, I think yes, it's there's a number of spots that lead you to the Saints here. And I I don't think we can overthink it. I, I you know, if anything, the number makes me nervous. The number being six and a half makes me nervous because certainly they must be asking you. To lay it. Why yeah. would they want you to lay it? Why are they? Why am I walking into this trap? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I imagine the public's going to be all over this, but I, I don't see how you don't take the Saints here, Lance. New Orleans on the defensive line, third in adjusted line yards. I, I just, we just watched them play Tampa. I think that's a really good analogy to how this game could go. And if Breeze and the offense can be any more efficient, because they weren't that good, you know, they, they're, they, this is. Absolute blowout potential. We could be switching back to the basketball earlier than scheduled, Sean. Tampa Bay. This is now Saturday, 10 a.m. Tampa Bay heads to Detroit, where the I almost said Pistons. The Lions are nine and a half point dogs. They're not gonna make the playoffs, Sean. Really? Plus three fifty on the money line. Tampa is minus. Do you still have them as your NFC uh, champs? I, I don't. Not. I, I finally eliminated them. Minus four forty on the money line for the Bucks. Bucks fifty four is the total. Uh this is. I I I don't know what to make of this game. This feels a little bit like handicapping a Thanksgiving Day like early game where you're like some some team you don't really want to lay big number with is in Detroit, and you're like wow. trying to be like, well, how, how, why wouldn't I just take Detroit here? They're scrappy. They're a scrappy team. <laughs> well, Detroit's horrible on Thanksgiving. I tried to tell you that going into the game <laughs> against Houston, Ryan. You defied my uh, logic there. I did. It, it's interesting. I mean, the Detroit offense so much better without Matt Patricia under uh, Darren <laughs> Bevel, who may not be or Daryl Bevel. He may not be coaching. Ugh. They may not have a coach. Almost all their defensive staff members are considered close contacts of COVID nineteen, which is which is pretty hilarious if they just don't have a coach, uh, or it's just like the strength and uh, equipment guy. That would be pretty awesome if he's just the coach. It's weird though. I what's that movie when they're in prison playing football? <laughs> the longest yard. <laughs> Fucking and and to add to it, the Detroit <laughs> specials team coach he got fired. Last week for calling his own fake punts, which is kind of a badass way to get fired. <laughs> and also, Yo, don't worry about it, guys. If, I got you covered. If, if they actually convert on the fake punts, does he get fired? Because that's a badass no. move. And, no, I, and I, it's isn't. a real DJ's only move, risking your entire job on one fake punt. You're a special teams coach, Sean. You li you live by the seat of your pants, as they say. Stafford without Matt Patricia, five touchdowns, one interception, hundred plus QB rating in all three games. Is Galladay going to be playing? Uh, I no. assume no. He's on his own <laughs> private boat trip. He's not going to play. Tampa Bay. They should be able to move the ball a little bit. I, I don't know if they're going to light him up. I think this is going to be a slower game. I kind of see them handing off a decent amount. Now Detroit, can they slow him down? Probably not. But I think Detroit. 
I don't know. The Tampa Bay pass rush kind of interesting. I'm going to take Detroit getting the big number here. It's a short week. Tampa Bay doesn't need to blow them out. So I'm going to take Detroit getting nine and a half. It feels a little bit high. Yeah. I don't know how motivated Tampa will be. I mean, I know they need this game, but they're kind of in the playoffs, right? Aren't they? Are, are they they're virtually clinched. I think it's, I think it's going to be, um, you know, one and of those, kind of I mean, you saw, you saw Detroit almost backdoor against Tennessee and, and I, I kind of see a similar situation happening at home here where, you know, they're up, you know, Tampa There's, Bay's up 28, 14. They get a late touchdown. It, it does feel like the backdoor covers. In well, play. also like imagine if the coaching is smarter or they let the players, maybe, maybe Stafford just calls a shot. I think less coaching wanna, is helping. Well, the you don't want to run the ball against this defense, so maybe Stafford will will sling it around a bit. And you know, you, we'll talk about it later. I think with the Falcons, but the Bucks and Falcons having this kind of two games out of three sandwich spot for whatever reason they they seem. I mean, maybe someone from the NFC South can explain this, but they seem to not like each other. I get a divisional rivalry. So perhaps there's that too, right? Well, and maybe that comeback took a little out of Tampa Bay, and now they got to go on a short week. I mean, they got their ass kicked in the first half by the Falcons. Now you go, now it's a back-to-back road game. Another, uh, I, I don't know. I could see Detroit maybe being a little frisky early. They got nothing to lose. Uh, we're this is definitely a bit uh, a bit cute, but this is a big ass number. Yeah. This is just a huge number. And and hopefully Stafford stays healthy. I guess that's the concerning thing if Chase Daniel comes in, but he didn't. No, look but horrible. I mean, he looked really good against Tennessee. He didn't seem like he was hurt at all. Do you see that no look pass he had I, in the end zone? Look, I, I think Stafford. If, if Mahomes did that, the media would be going nuts. That's what everyone in the Detroit Lions subreddit was trying to upvote this into popularity. <laughs> look at well, this. Oh, if he was Mahomes, everyone would love it. Guys, you're. I get it. I would say the same thing. I do like Stafford. And I think Stafford is the exact kind of quarterback. <laughs> You need to go against the Bucks, where we've seen quarterbacks have had success taking the top off of this defense. Yeah, there's some deep ball opportunities, uh, and he's got nothing to lose. And Marvin Jones, who I I didn't think would be have a big game against Tennessee, he came out and played well. So I I think their passing offense could uh, look pretty solid. Yeah, and Daryl Bevel, he doesn't give a shit. They throw the ball downfield. We'll see. I mean, they did just get their ass beat. Yeah, but they put up the they put up a lot of points. That's a lot what of I'm points saying. in the fourth quarter, but they right. just get their fourth quarter point. points are key to cover and spreads around. Oh well, in this case, they gave up fourth quarter points. Well, that's so not you, key. Don't, you don't want to do that. San Francisco heads to Arizona, where the Cardinals were two and a half point dogs on the look ahead. They're now five point favorites, minus two twenty on the money what line. What look ahead was this? Not this week. This must have been long, long time ago. The I, I believe. Yeah, you're right. Maybe I wrote it down. Arizona was minus two and a half. Uh, still a decent move up to five minus two twenty on the money line. One ninety for the Niners. Forty eight and a half is the total. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. This is we, we talk. It's a, it's it's that situation where it's like Kyler against a divisional team. I know he's had success success against San Francisco. Uh, my concern here is with. Like at some point, doesn't Shanahan and this team show up for a fight? Not, not recently. They've looked really bad, turning the ball over. Uh, Mullins is banged up. I mean, they signed Josh Rosen. Well, isn't now? Didn't I see something that Mullins is going to be out, out for the the rest of the season? No, I didn't see that. I thought I I, I thought uh, shortly after we released the uh, the fantasy show, I, I realized that. Uh, 
Sounds like this elbow injury. No, he said may need Tommy John surgery to repair the UCL in his right elbow. So I don't know. I mean, is he a pussy or or what? What's the deal? No, you're right. I think. Uh, let's see. Breaking news. Looks like he has been ruled out for the season. So CJ beat hard. I mean, I like this even more. For Arizona, you're laying five against beat hard. He doesn't. He's had moments. No, he's had moments where he's looked really bad. I, I don't. <laughs> I mean, there's a reason Nick Mullins was starting over him, and you know, you got Mostert banged up. Um, I don't know, and their defense is just kind of falling apart. I, I don't see how they guard DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, I, I think and motivation. I mean, I'm I'm. I think, you know, Kyle Shanahan gets a lot of credit for for being like a good on paper coach. This is when you, when you're tested, right? This, the and and the season, it maybe it's not going as you expected, and now you have a situation where can you get the team up? Arizona has to win, right? I mean, they 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 have they don't have a ton of breathing room as far as the playoff situation. So yeah, although, motivationally, although teams in must win scenarios. Again, Walter Football had a good nugget. Uh, in week 16 and 17, teams in a must win scenario are just 58, 93, and four against the spread versus eliminated teams. To me, it, it kind of depends, and you have to figure out does this eliminated team, will they, will they play, uh, will they, do they have anything to play for emotionally? Will they get up for this game? Like the Bengals. I mean, the Bengals at home, we were all over the Bengals yeah. plus 14 because it was going to be their Super Bowl Monday night. I don't know, maybe Saturday night. Football and interesting angle here as well. It's not really a road spot for the 49ers because Arizona's kind of become <laughs> their new home. They've been playing there. Uh, so true. all that being said, I still think Arizona, they're just tough to slow down. Now that Kyler's gotten back to running the ball, and they had a bunch of uh random ass turnovers against the Eagles. I, I think that's the 49ers path to covering this game or even winning is if they can keep the turnovers going. But uh I like Arizona laying five. Yeah, it's just it's the whole Cliff Kitchens. It's 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 Kyler the gymnast uh, prancing around. Although he does look to, uh, it's looking more and more like he was very clearly hurt, and now he's healthy. So uh, let's lay the points. I'm I'm lockstep with you on this one. Prime time, man. Gruden, uh, someone I think it's Go Paracats over in the Sports Gambling Podcast Slack uh, keeps pointing out. We gotta uh, get our shit. Raiders. Out. The Raiders under for the win total is not dead yet, Sean. <laughs> Miami heading to Las Vegas, where the Dolphins will be three point favorites, minus one sixty on the money line. Raiders plus one forty. Forty seven and a half is the total. Tua kind of passed the test, even though he did his best to fuck it up by throwing that interception. If he doesn't do that and they score there, uh, probably a blowout. Uh, meanwhile, the Raiders going the wrong direction. I, I, do we have any more information on Carr versus Mariota? Uh, I don't think it makes a difference to me. Derek Carr practicing limited oh, basis. Oh yes, please, please put a hobbled car. I out mean, there. yeah, please. I, I think their best chance is if they play uh, Mariota. But you know, Miami will be preparing for Mariota and his ability to run the ball, which kind of caught the Chargers, uh, you know, off guard there a little bit when he came in. I mean, the Raiders defense is so bad. And of course that's why I was all over the chargers last week. They're missing a bunch of starters. They just booted their defensive coordinator on short turnaround. Now it's, you know, Thursday to Saturday. So it's not a short turnaround, but I, I still think this team is just toxic. Like something's going on. They're getting a couple of guys back from injuries, but Miami just keeps figuring out how to win games, win ugly. 
Sean, eleven and three against the spread. It's not just winning; they're covering. Yeah. And and again, Brian Flores. If you if you scrap the first month of the season, his first year last year, he's now twenty and six against the spread as a coach. So I think it's best not to overthink this. I mean, sure, it's it's we're laying three on the road, but Miami is you know they're they're playing ball right now, and Tua's getting better each week. And, and I think last week. You'll, he didn't look great the whole game, but at the end of the day, you look at the numbers, you look at the 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 plays he made in, in bigger spots outside of that interception. You know, this is not a good defense he's facing this year. He kind of passed the big test, like I said, he passed the test, and I think he's ready for the Gruden experience. Uh, <laughs> does Mayock fire Gruden, or does Gruden fire Mayock? No, I mean, Wh- which one happens first? Gruden's not going anywhere. They May- gave Gruden Mayock hundred million soon? dollars. Is it the roster's problem? Uh, you Not give me a quarterback I can use. <laughs> I'm sure that's who. Uh, I'm sure that's who Gruden is blaming. Clearly hates Derek Carr. Uh, even though Derek Carr, there was like, what didn't? Wasn't there early Derek Carr MVP? They were buzz? loving each other. It's, what the fuck? I don't know. Well, and I, I think Miami will be able to run all over uh, Las Vegas. You know, Ahmed had uh, 122 yards rushing. Breida had 86. Like, I think they're going to be able to get a lot going. Running the ball too isn't going to throw for a ton of yards or touchdowns, but he's also I, I don't think he's going to throw a ton of interceptions. Plays a relatively, he's just a you know a slightly uh, better Teddy Bridgewater. I think Teddy Bridgewater is to his ceiling, and uh, I think wow. that's a perfect. That's, that's not a horrible ceiling. No, but I I think that's a perfect you know quarterback to have against this Raiders team. The only way the Raiders win this game or covers if you give them turnovers and good opportunities. Cause I, I love Miami's cornerbacks against the Raiders receivers. Uh, maybe they get rubs rugs back from COVID. Uh, certainly they have a decent matchup with Waller, but it just seems I, like Jacobs is banged up uh, for the Raiders as well. I think it's going to be a tough spot for them. Well, and that's the, if this goes bad, it's because we watch the Raiders run all over the dolphins who have a similar deficiency uh, defending the run. But Again, it just seems like these teams are very clearly going in opposite directions. So don't overthink it. Don't overthink it, Ryan. I'll give a shout out to Better Than Vegas. That's right. Better Than Vegas. It's like YouTube of sports betting. Cover it all NFL, college football, college basketball. You can create your own profile. You can start putting out video picks. Give us a follow. Subscribe to our page, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. If we have the most handicap or uh, most followers or win the most units, we're going to get thousand bucks cash, which we will promptly give back to you, the audience. So give us a follow, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. If you're going to put out your own video picks, tag us on Twitter at Gambling Podcast. Toss your retweet there. And uh, yeah, it's free video picks, YouTube, but for sports gambling, check them out better than dot Vegas or subscribe to our page, sports slash BTV. Sean. Yep. Sunday. They, I, I like the split that we, we got a, we got a solid six games early. We got four games late early. First up Cleveland heads to New York to take on the jets. Uh, no, no Greg Williams. So no revenge spot there. Jets are nine and a half point home dogs plus three sixty on the money line. <laughs> this Min- line's moved from 11 to nine and a half. That's insane. Minus four fifty on the money line for the Browns. 47 and a half is the total, you know, motivation. Obviously jets just, uh, they got to win. Do they go for two? 
the the very the very uh, evil genius Adam Gase. Are they getting a second win this week? Probably not. You know, I, I would say this. I think you know, I, I you 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 scolded me for saying too many words trying to justify a two thousand dollar defense on the DFS show. Yeah. But I do think the Jets kind of have the defense that can give this Browns team some trouble. I know they look like they're firing on all cylinders, but you know, in my experience, when everyone gets super high on a guy that hasn't given you a lot of reasons to be high on, sometimes there's some speed bumps along the way. And this road spot kind of feels, you know, back-to-back trips to New Jersey to play in the Meadowlands. But I worry because if the Jets can get a little bit of pressure, they just they just laid out the blueprint against a Rams team that has a quarterback with the same problems. I know the Browns are playing better now. I know they have a better, probably a better coach, probably definitely a better running game at this point. But I'm tempted. I'm tempted to take the Jets. It seems it's bad, right? I mean, I, I just can't take the Jets after a win. I, uh, I think, that's, that's I think the, if you're taking yeah, the Jets, you're saying Cleveland is looking ahead uh, to Pittsburgh for possibly a piece of the AFC North, and they they wouldn't take this game seriously. Back to back road game. They don't for need Cleveland. to cover it. They just need to win it. Yeah, but I think at nine and a half, uh, this Cleveland under team, ten. Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb. I I just think that's too much firepower. I think Stefanski is too smart of a coach to get caught with his pants down. And I think the fact that the jets won maybe a bit of a wake up call for Cleveland and Cleveland got their cornerback Denzel ward back. That's big. I like the uh, Hooper, all the fantasy sharp fantasy guys saying Hooper's going to have a big game while they're playing the jets. We know the jets are a bad team. Jets are bad against the tight end. Congratulations to uh, um, Ingram Ryan tight end for uh, the giants making the pro bowl, <laughs> not deservedly. So though he, how's he had, how's Evan Ingram a pro bowler this year? That's insane. Uh, he lost a game by himself uh, off a drop. I mean, if he's not on the giants, they probably win more games. Yeah, definitely win more. Games. He has one touchdown this entire season. I have no idea how he's in the pro bowl. <laughs> I'm not here to defend it. I, I don't think I don't. If you follow me, at oh, no, Kramer, he, ha- he has a rushing touchdown at well. Kramer centric. You'll see. I have not uh, welcomed him to the 2021 New York Giants yet. So even he, though, you, are you guys in a position to turn down Pro Bowl players like Evan Ingram? I, I like it's it's crazy. He made it anyway. Yeah, I I think uh, I I'm kind of with you. Like I think my my lean is to just take Cleveland, not overthink it. Jets just got to win. Uh, even though situationally it, it screw, you know what? Give me the jets. All right. Jets are jet. This is the total jets, jets, jets. This is the perfect jets move. They're going to end up with like the fourth pick. <laughs> like they're going to win a couple games here. What's up next, Sean? Now uh, you're, you're driving the I, ship. I, know, I'm, I scrolled down, screwed everything up since he heads to Houston where the Texans are laying seven and a half minus three eighty on the money line. Since he plus three twenty. 46 is the total. Ugh. I mean, it's the first, it's like, should be the first thing at the top of your gambling manifesto. Like don't lay a lot of points with Houston ever, ever. But since he looks, I mean, since he just came off a win, since he came off a win where their offense did not look all that good. Yeah. Ryan Finley won by 10 points with seven completions. And maybe Ryan Finley goes on the road and lights up this Houston team. I don't know. I They're don't pretty see bad. It. I mean, I do think 
like it's it's reasonable to believe that Gio Bernard could have a decent game catching passes and the in, in, like the dump offs, but uh, I'm all over Houston minus seven and a half here. I, I mean, Bengals are coming off that Monday night win against the Steelers. That was their Super Bowl. They're not going to get up for this game. I guess you could make that same uh, you know comparison with Houston, but Houston at least has Deshaun Watson. Uh, they got Brandon Cooks back. They had Kiki Kute. Certainly, they're off a big letdown loss as well, but they're at home. So, I, I don't know. N- not really wanting to go big on this game. Maybe if you can knock Houston down to seven. But again, Bengals are nine and sixteen against the spread after playing the Steelers. I, I just don't see them getting up for this game. Uh, I, and I don't think Cincinnati can take advantage of Houston's pass defense sucking. So, yeah, the number is too high. But I, I'm I'm all over Houston here. The number's too big, but I'm with you. Situ- it's a massive letdown. And I think most importantly, like they've tried Ryan Finley a couple different times, and he's just not that good. And you saw what was going on with that that offensive line. It, and granted, the Steelers pass rush better than the Texans, but you know, we watched the way Deshaun Watson managed to keep them in the game against the Colts when they should have been down by 17 points. So uh, I think, you know what? Maybe it's just a frustration game for Watson. Maybe he takes it out on the Bengals, and uh, it, it just feels like the kind of game we're going to see, like a twenty twenty four point game here. Uh, two two duds so far. Indy heads to Pittsburgh, where Pittsburgh Sean is a home dog, plus one and a half, plus one ten on the money line. Colts minus one thirty, forty four and a half is the total. Steelers are also a close your eyes special, Sean. Wow. You rarely see this with a good team because generally after they underperform, they're not going to be catching points. Ryan, I have an announcement for the uh, betterment of myself and my teammates. I will no longer be dancing on the logos. (laughs) Juju announced that he is not going to be dancing on the, on the logos. So many, uh, so many reasons to pit uh, to pick Pittsburgh here. Juju not dancing on the uh, logos. A do- your dome team outdoors in December as a road favorite. Check Pittsburgh coming off a two, three game losing streak. Yes. Two games back to back on the road. They haven't done well with the rest disparity, so they're facing that. But, you know, Indy, they play a lot of zone. I think there's going to be a lot of easy stuff underneath for Ben to uh, kind of pick them apart. I like Deontay Johnson going in DFS this week. He was one of my guys, crazy line moving off that Cincinnati game, which we laid out the case for. You just can't make Indy a road favorite here. I'm all over the home dog. I am worried because Pittsburgh just has such a horseshoe up their ass this season. We saw it again with Houston fumbling going in to tie the game. I don't know how that happens twice in two separate games. So I I don't know how this isn't going to work out for Pittsburgh. Maybe Indy wins by one point in some miraculous uh, blank and chip field goal. Even though in Heinz Field the swirling wins, it's really tough to hit. He clanks it off one post and it goes in. But Pittsburgh plus one and a half is the play, hands down here. I think so. I think you know. Look, I, I, I'm sure you could analyze that part of the problem is Pittsburgh just can't run the fucking ball. And so they figured out the bullshit, like big 12 offense they're running with big Ben. And now everyone's got it locked down. The, the, here's the thing though. Situationally, this is a horrible spot for the Colts. I've been on the Colts every week. It feels like, yeah. And 
this feels like the kind of game where if we had the Colts, we'd be like, God damn it, Philip. And <laughs> it's going to be fucking cold as shit. You know, I, I had an, I, I, I missed my note on an earlier game, but there's a couple games where like teams are going into cold as shit situations that I don't think are necessarily going to be prepared. And I had the dolphins actually circled too, because it's going to be like 40 degrees in Las Vegas. So I, but it isn't a dome ride. Isn't it open air? Didn't we establish no. this? Or, oh, that's the LA one. I'm sorry. Yeah, but the the Colts Woo, com- coming into this situation, I just don't. I don't know. Like I, I Philip Rivers is going to get hurt or some something's going to happen in this game. Pittsburgh's angry. Uh, I know it's it's probably also the the, the exceptionally square side, Sean. As I look, the, at the, the NFL weather is reporting it's supposed to be nice in Pittsburgh on Sunday, for what it's worth. Well, well, hold on. What what are you? What's what's nice? I mean, 56 it's going to be six. Oh wow. Okay. What I'm still I'm looking at thirties. So well, big difference wrong. there. Big big difference there. Um, yeah. Let's take Pittsburgh. Let's not overthink it. This is not the game you take, Indy. Right? No, I I think this is the time when it when it falls apart. Um, yeah, I'm seeing high of thirty nine. I don't know what NFLweather.com is is doing, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, I, I think this is when it all kind of falls apart. And Pittsburgh, you know, Tomlin's a good coach. I I don't just don't see them losing four in a row. Well, I, I now I get it. Seventy percent of the bets and seventy percent of the money on yeah. the Colts. Everyone's coming in on the Colt. This is interesting. This is what a great could go wrong, right? This is a this is a great Tomlin spot. Just, just feels like the kind of kind of game Tomlin just lays it down. All right. Chicago heads to Jacksonville. Man, a lot of shitty games. Uh, Bears minus seven and a half. Sean minus three sixty on the money line. Jags plus three hundred forty seven is the total. I, I don't like laying seven and a half with with Trubisky on the, the ja- road. The Jags have shown me nothing. I know, and and Minshew and Glennon they're splitting first team reps. But that's not good. You don't do it's that. Not good. Now uh, it's an Allen Robinson revenge game for the Bears. That's kind of interesting. <laughs> he's got revenge against the worst. And and Robinson on the Jags, he's dealing with an ankle injury, and they're they say he's he's going to give it a go during the game, but no. that they're going to rest him during practice. I mean, if you're the Jags GM, don't you just tell him, even if you're not trying to tank? Yeah. Like uh, you know, James Robinson's been awesome this season. He's there. He's really the only he's good part of their get, offense. Getting some escalators, Sean. But why are you? Well, I don't even. He's on a rookie <laughs> contract. I, he was undrafted. I don't think. That, sure. I don't think. Uh, maybe there are, but I think he was. I'm sure there's some ridiculous. League. Like he's rushing for like. Uh, what's he got? How many yards does he have? I, I think he might crack a thousand. He's had a great season. I I just wouldn't. You know, he's a young kid. Why pressure? push him through an ankle injury in a, in this meaningless game where yeah, Trevor Lawrence hangs in the balance. Chicago has green Bay on deck next week. So maybe they're kind of looking ahead Chicago though, hanging around for the, in the playoff hunt. It is a non-conference road game for them and Mitchell. They, they seem to have gotten a flow. We, we were all over David Montgomery yep. and DFS. Mitchell seems to be playing his best ball, which even his best ball included uh, you know, being up six at the ten yard line and throwing an interception late in the it's fourth quarter, fucking believable. <laughs> so he he couldn't not throw he couldn't throw it away and then get up by two scores. Not in Mitchell's uh, bag of tricks there. I don't know, man. I I don't. This is really a tough game because how do you pick the Jaguars like with with James Robinson banged up? 
I, I just don't see how they Bears are also hunting a playoff spot. Yeah. I mean, and yeah, I, I think this is going to be one of those games where like, you know, the more I think about it, the more I need more Mitch and DFS, this is going to be one of those five touchdown Trubisky games. It randomly could be, and I wouldn't be surprised if Allen Robinson goes off and has a huge game. Fun, he, fun fact: He seems huh? like a super petty guy who would get up for that. Derrick Henry has sixteen hundred seventy-nine rushing yards this year. Dalvin Cook has fourteen hundred eighty-four. After that, third place, Mister James Robinson, one thousand seventy. He, I yeah. bet your ass, he's he's driving towards some fucking escalators. Next up, Sean. So what do you pick? Oh, you, Chicago. You didn't give out your yeah, pick. no, I, I think. Sorry to finish it up. I think Jacksonville's done for the year. I just we saw it last week. They 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 showed nothing against the Baltimore team. That yeah. if they're gonna get up, it's against the Baltimore team. It's not it's not the Bears. They're not gonna get up against the Bears. I I you know the the pass whatever Giants head to Baltimore where the Ravens are laying eleven minus five fifty on the money line. Giants plus four fifty. Forty five is the total. Come on, man. Hammy Jones back in the saddle. Come on. Which man. is not good for the Giants. You can't make this 11. Him and Colt McCoy neck and neck. Um, oh, fuck off. No, you, you don't think Colt McCoy's. I, I mean, I think Colt McCoy's. Oh, I playing, respect the gunslinger. Is playing better and not turning the ball over. I Well, I, it's important to be healthy. So hopefully, Daniel Jones is healthy. <laughs> And maybe this time uh, he'll. Uh, God, he holds onto the ball so long. This is an interesting note. On Sunday, the Ravens will have their second consecutive home game. This is the first time they've had back-to-back regular season home games since Lamar's first two career starts. Um, That's crazy. Yeah, in weeks eleven and twelve of the two thousand eighteen season. So interesting spot. I think Austin Hooper has a big game, and Ooh. Baltimore. Mark Andrews. Oh, sorry, I. I I click. I meant to say Austin Hooper had a big game against the Giants. Oh, okay. Mark Andrews will as well. Non-conference road game for the Giants, and Baltimore seems to do well at burying uh, inferior opponents. I, I just, you know, the Giants had some juice going defensively. They've kind of lost it. Yep. And the large. <laughs> The offense just can't get to twenty points. Well, Lamar Jackson, uh, twelve and seven or seven and twelve as a home favorite. That's not good. Giants, pretty good against the spread. Sean, I believe. I lost my tab. Hold on, let me pull it up because it's, <laughs> it's it's a good one. Uh, Giants. Giants are. They're averaging ten points a game in their last three games. Hold on, this is important. (laughs) Six and one against the spread on the road, as per usual. Good road team, but I I think they've the the team was kind of rallying when they won the NFC East, and now post NFC's victory, they've kind of fallen flat. So give me the Ravens laying eleven. Back against the wall, Joe Judge has the the troops ready to go. They rally. Uh, and they 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 don't win, but they cover the spread. They, they cover these big numbers, Sean. You, you haven't been paying attention this year. I, they don't get to ten points, so I don't. I think it's tough to cover if you're not going to get to All ten right. points. I'm I'm telling you, they're going to cover this big number. Atlanta heads to Kansas City, where the Chiefs are laying ten minus five twenty five on the money line. Atlanta plus three sixty forty seven is the total. Man, I mean. I 
it seems chalky to fade the Chiefs at this point because they're just not covering. What do you mean? I, I, oh, like how do you push. how do you lay how do you lay ten in this spot? Right? Well, because yeah. this is a huge letdown spot for Atlanta, non-conference road game, and then they have Tampa Bay going again. That's the game they're going to get up for. You know, you could talk yourself into maybe they get their passing offense going. Yeah, if Julio plays, but again, another horrific backbreaking loss for the Falcons at home. Uh, and, and you know, they're playing for this guy though. Like they're, they're, le- I mean, are they, they, they let that game go pretty bad again. How is it? So you can be good enough to get, get the lead. And I, yeah, I mean, you could say the same about the, the chiefs. I mean, they've been letting teams hang around. I just, to me, it's, it's less about w- if I think the chiefs are going to smash the Falcons. I think there's going to be a lot of points in this game, and I think the back door is going to be open the entire time. And it, it seems as though the Chiefs are are not; they don't care about getting you to the window. Andy Reid doesn't give a fuck about your your ticket. So, are you laying the ten? I don't know. I keep going back and forth on this game because I part of me wants to take Atlanta, but then it's like a non-conference road spot where I just don't think they're going to show up. And then the other half is. Kansas City not covering. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it chalky. Also, go. weather, dude. I mean, like th- there, it's not supposed to be anything crazy, but it's gonna you know a dome team going outside. If if we want to pay attention to that, there's a couple spots this week where you have that situation. So maybe we lean into that. Because I do think, and let me pull up the the split, Sean. But I do think that the public will be on the Falcons. And what do we say about the public? Dogs, nope. It, the yeah, the tickets are split, but the money is coming in on the Chiefs. So yeah, I'm a, I'm on Chiefs minus ten. What are you doing, Ryan? Atlanta? I I don't want to take Atlanta. I, you know, give me the Chiefs. I it, but we keep doing this, and the Chiefs keep not getting us to the even though we pushed last week, even though we picked it at three and a half. No, you picked New Orleans. Yeah, I I won the pick. I'm saying yes. we bet it at minus three. Oh, I bet it at minus two and a half. You got two and a half. So we both got the right side of the number. I got the pick, you got the dollars. <laughs> Plenty of picks you can make over at Thrive Fantasy, doing over under on their DFS style player props. Very fun. If you missed uh the episode we did this week, DFS had Dave uh Sherapin on, breaking down the Saturday games, went over a bunch of Saturday. NFL player props gave out our lineups. Again, Thrive Fantasy, it's uh it's daily fantasy, but it's just for player props. So fun, so easy to play. They got the NBA going now. That's super fun to hop on. Use that promo code SGP, get an instant deposit match up to $50. Thrivefantasy.com, promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today over at Thrive. Moving over to the afternoon game, Sean Denver heading to the Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers minus three, minus one seventy-five on the money line, plus one fifty-five for the Broncos. Forty-nine is the total. Denver, another close your eyes special here. San Diego Superchargers charge. What God, this fucking char- this Chargers team. I this whole slate. I told you before we started recording, it's a shit show this week. It's a complete. I mean, there's a couple games I really like, but the rest of them are shit shows. Broncos, Chargers. Uh, 
you know, again, chargers are, are, are heading in the right direction. Uh, unfortunately for people who want Anthony Lynn to be fired, he's getting fired at the end of the year, right? Uh, Is he lame duck? I don't know. I mean, the, that Who's would be more likely to have their job next year. Fangio or Lynn. Oh, that's tough. I'd probably go Fangio. Oh, well, no, I, I would probably go Anthony Lynn actually, because the Spanos family is so cheap. They would have to pay him money for not coaching. And I don't know if oh, that's no, possible that, for them. That's definitely not happening. Then. Uh, chargers. I mean, I, I, the best play here for me, honestly, is the over 48 and a half. I think this is going to be a little bit of a shootout total. Uh, Sean Hockley, a little ref stat nine and three against the spread for the road team, courtesy of Munaf. I think no fan will have a big game. I think this chargers defense will have trouble. Uh, Guarding Noah Fant, I think KJ Hamler. I threw him his yeah, name out there. Guy. DFS. I think he has one or two big grabs. Chargers coming off a uh, a win. That's always a good time to fade him. And uh, Fangio versus a rookie quarterback got a couple interceptions against Herbert. I think this could be a close game. Feels like a field goal game. I'll take the team getting the three. Probably you can probably find a three and a half out there. But yeah, give me the Broncos plus three. Yeah, this is just a great game for the Chargers to fuck up. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's the cl- I'm gonna I'm gonna live by the close your eyes special both times this week. I I think, you know, I like the idea of getting Denver coming off a you know a game that they were undermanned and it got out of hand. They got their ass beat. It was on national TV. Lots of people saw it. Bounce back spot against a team that knows how to fuck it up with the best of them. I kind of think the look ahead was right at two and a half. I the full three seems wrong. So give me Denver with you, Sean. Carolina heads to Washington, where the the football team they're laying one and a half points plus uh, minus one twenty five on the money line. Carolina plus one ten. Forty four is the total. I, I don't know how many times we got to talk about Teddy Bridgewater as a fucking dog. <laughs> But this, this is weird. It's not three. Uh, that's that three is for scary. Washington. Yeah, I mean Carolina's not amazing. I don't. I don't know why they're they're not or they think it's because a, something's more going than a three point difference. Uh, yeah, because I mean, there's a chance that we who's playing quarterback for the football team. Still up in the air, although Alex Smith not really practicing, so that's not good. He uh, sounds like he's. I mean. If you read between the tea leaves last week, they didn't think he was going to be back this week. Yeah. And Washington, they had Dwayne Haskins work out a deal with the NFL. So that means to me, they really needed Dwayne Haskins to play. If they thought Alex Smith was going to play, what's the deal? They wouldn't have worked. Well, I'll get to it. They wouldn't have bothered, uh, you know, they wouldn't have bothered working out the deal. Dwayne Haskins was fined $40,000 and stripped. Of his C, Ryan. He is no longer a captain for the Washington football team, which is pretty hilarious that he was a captain going into this game. Uh, Shows you how bullshit that is. Yeah. I mean, they they voted it for him at the beginning of the season, and then they bet probably him multiple choice, though. Like, game, just the quarterback. Game right? in, uh, game and a half into the season. Is it a revenge game for Ron Rivera? Didn't seem like there was a ton of bad blood. This to me is why I'm picking the Panthers. Ryan Leaf came out and says Dwayne Haskins really reminds him of himself, which is oh, 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 oh no, which is oh. not something you want to hear. A guy who has tons of potential oh. and just seems to be messing up. Of course, Haskins had a uh, private party with some strippers. Colby, of course, was upset that people were giving Dwayne Haskins grief. 
like, dude, no one's giving him grief for hanging out and party. And it's, it's more just like pay what, attention, whatever you think of COVID the fact that if he got it and then he tests positive and other teammates test positive, it's a bad situation. And so now you're fucking up. Maybe someone's bet. Maybe <laughs> someone's got a win yeah. total and, motherfucker. And likely the entire, I mean, I'm sure all these strippers in the DC metro area already have COVID antibodies, but still it sends a message, not wearing a mask, hanging out with strippers. Um, Your coach, like, what, what? What? He had cancer. What? He had leukemia. Yeah. 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 So may, maybe don't be an asshole <laughs> and get him killed with some COVID. Yeah, right? Whatever. He tested negative. It's just a bad look uh, for the old Dwayne train. Terry McLaurin. Well, he's what, a little banged right, up. Hold on. We got to talk about this for a second because I'm pretty sure Chris Carter was informing young fellows of this a long time ago. Well, Chris Carter said every group needs a fall guy, and then uh, he got in trouble for saying that. <laughs> At the NFL yeah, players, you, you meeting. need a fall guy, and now that everyone's got a fucking camera, let's have this rule: just don't don't have don't have cameras. Well, especially you don't need cameras. Yeah, don't need to record that. No, but what about my my IG account? No, nope, don't don't need to put it there. It was really funny that Chris Carter said every uh, group needs a fall guy. He's and he like laid out a good example. Yeah. He's like, just have one guy carry your weed, yeah, and that's the weed guy. If he if you guys get busted, just he gets busted. Yeah. It was it's pretty smart. You want to compartmentalize your your uh, the different areas of business. But uh, you know, Carolina Teddy Bridgewater as a dog. I I do now. I, obviously, the Eagles need the Panthers to lose, so I'm kind of talking myself into it a little bit Panthers here. But to win. Yeah, they need the Panthers to win. They need Washington to lose. Uh, Washington seems to have just kind of fallen apart. They had a little bit of momentum, much like the Giants. After the Giants won the NFCs, they kind of fell apart. Seems like similar is happening to the WFTs. Uh, so yeah, I'm go- I'm going Carolina here. Isn't there some sort of motivation angle here with the fact that uh, this is the guy that Maddie Rule replaced? And I know Ron Rivera will probably have the same feelings uh, in, in the inverse. So. Uh, as far as like a randomly maybe higher a more emotional game or 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 higher stakes than than we're kind of thinking about just being Carolina Washington, I know Washington needs the game for the playoffs. But again, Teddy Bridgewater as a dog, just th- that's that's as far as you have to look in this one. And and I think I think the hey the Haskins thing matters. I do think that matters. I do I do think that probably deeply Haskins is just isn't a winner. So if he's starting and it seems like he's starting. I mean, come on, but you know, what's going to happen. Like he's going to try to do too much. He's going to try to play hero ball. And that's not just not a smart thing to do. And, and the Panthers defense played pretty well against the Packers in that second half. Now, I don't know. They've certainly had their issues, but maybe, maybe that gives them a little bit of spark. They're strangely better than the record reflects at this point. What, how many wins do they have Uh, four? Yeah. So <laughs> No, I, I mean, but they don't. They feel like every game uh, the Panthers you are in. It's because you poisoned me. You, you're fucking. Uh, <laughs> Matt Rule's a good coach. I stand fucking by. Optimist. I, I, he might be just like Joe Judge is a good coach, but this isn't his year. Rams head to Seattle, where the Seahawks are minus one and a half, minus one twenty-five on the money line. Rams plus one hundred five. Forty-seven and a half is the total. Um, this is this is a trap, right? This is a, we have to inform all the listeners. This is a trap. Take the Rams. Like let's pretend this is two and a half and just inform everyone. You take the two and a half, you lay the three and a half Rams coming off and like the most embarrassing loss of the season, the most predictable look ahead spot ever. And now they're coming into a situation where they, you know, I, they generally have played Unlimited. well against Russ. 
And I, I think this Rams defense is, comes to play. I think Jared Goff and the offense uh, are able to have some success. <laughs> I, I don't know. To me, why is this not three? I, I don't. Because people know. Yeah, I mean the bounce back spot is. Hu- I would have loved if if the Rams would have beat the Jets, and you could have just easily taken Seattle. That does scare me. The Rams coming off a loss, but Seattle in September at home. I, I or sorry in December at home. I, I know they don't have that crowd there, so it's not quite the same home field advantage. But I, I just even though he's limited now, and Russ he's, Russ he has been a little limited. Well, it's very clear that they had those couple games where they had seven turnovers, and Pete Carroll explained to the team that they're no longer going to let Russ cook. They took away his skillet. <laughs> they took away his. He's a method. He went from being a nice short order cook to a method. Yeah, they they reported too much, Russ. they reported him to his probation officer saying he's doing too much cooking in the lab. Uh, but man, I just can't take the Rams on the road in a big spot. I, I I'm a sucker for Seattle. The Rams are five and one against the Seahawks in their last six. No, I know, I know they own them, but uh, I, I'm just going Seattle here. I, I don't know. It's it's going against the grain, Ryan. But again, my gut is just Pete Carroll eight and three against the spread in same season revenge games. He's I don't know. This just feels like an ugly Pete Carroll game. Seattle's gonna run the ball. And the Rams defense quietly hasn't been that good. I, I don't know. You know, it was a lot of like Aaron Donald. Uh, they're they're the best defense around, and I just haven't seen it. I mean, Jets. Even the Jets game aside, the the Rams defense hasn't just been that great. Honestly, you know, I like the Seahawks. I yeah. I just I love this spot for the Rams. No, it does make sense in a bounce back spot, but love, I'm I'm going is, Seattle. This is strangely this is one of the games I, I really like, uh, and it's it's fading Russ. So you know, maybe famous last words. Joining us on the line, Michelle Hearn, a uh, listener to the podcast. Unfortunately, a real life one. <laughs> a real life one. Hello, I am a robot. <laughs> uh, she is a uh, unfortunately a Dallas Cowboys oh, fan. No. That is a disgusting act. What's happening, Michelle? Hey, hey guys, thanks so much for having me on. I'm doing great. Yeah, I think a uh, Michelle. You're uh, bringing a Cowboys fan <laughs> on the podcast. Well, for Eagles Cowboys week, your dad must not be listening anymore. Ryan, uh, you know, I, I, and kudos to Michelle for being a Cowboys fan, being <laughs> a woman and still listening to the podcast. I feel like that's probably our smallest demographic is women and Cowboys fans because we shit on the Cowboys <laughs> all the time. So Michelle must have thick skin and, you know, be able I, to I take agreed. all the Cowboys hate we throw out there. I think Michelle hit me up on Instagram and we threw out some cowboy bets. That's when I originally started talking to you and we may, I honestly don't remember what I feel like we have some bet going for the NFC East this year, right? We, we were going to, I think that was for last year who the Eagles or the Cowboys. Um, And then, you know, of course, when we we started to talk about it this year and we were like, man, there's no way that it it wouldn't be the Eagles or the Cowboys. (laughs) Possibly be the, you know, the hapless giants or uh, you know the, <laughs> or sorry, the Washington football team, and uh, you know, and now it's it's ridiculous. It's it's hard to be a Cowboys fan, you guys. I grew up right outside of Dallas, <laughs> you know, in the era of Troy Aikman, Emmitt Smith, Charles Haley, you know, back in the day when you could just like you know tackle and all that good stuff. And mm-hmm. now my Cowboys, they let nothing. you, uh, they let you just play a- football. As a Cowboys yeah. fan, do you enjoy listening to Troy Aikman as an announcer, or, or do you find him annoying as well? I'm trying to see if it's just me as an Eagles fan. 
Uh, he's okay. It's not, he's not my favorite. I mean, he's definitely better than Joe Buck, but that's not hard to do. Right. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like she might be in team uh, skip when it comes to the Troy Aikman, <laughs> skip uh, Bayless beef. Um, What about, all right. So uh, as far as this game, we got, we got your boy Zeke. He, it looks like he's on track to play. You know, everyone's been giving the Eagles a ton of crap for the Carson Wentz contract, which is flawed. But what do you what do you make of the Zeke contract and do you want him playing this Sunday? No, I don't want him playing this Sunday. And what a horrible contract. I mean, can you imagine like, hey, I'm gonna go to Cabo and until you pay me a hundred million dollars, I'm just gonna go eat tacos and drink beer. And Jerry Jones was like, All right, cool. And he's been playing like shit. And I realize our offensive line is not that good. Um, I mean, he was so good that first year, you know, it just he got so much hype. But you know what we're seeing is that it's not it's not super hard to get a uh, a running back. Like look at um look at the Chiefs running back Edwards Hilaire, Although I know he just got injured. Uh, look at Tony Pollard. Look at our backup running back. That dude's making like you know minimum wage. He's making like twelve dollars. You know not really, but <laughs> great. So no, I don't. I would prefer Zeke not to be in the lineup. I don't think he's a. I don't think he's an asset to the team right now. To and you know that's. Our team doesn't have a whole lot of assets. You sound you sound like someone with the uh, I wish Jason Garrett was back blues. <laughs> Do you oh my god, Ryan, I've spent the last, I don't know, six years just praying that we got rid of Garrett, right? Please. <laughs> finally. Well, finally I, I, him. I was praying that if Jason Garrett left the, the Cowboys, he would end up on the New York football well, giants. We if we should pull the audio because we were talking about how it would be great if he stayed in the division. <laughs> Little did I know I'd be eating some fucking crow. Um, so Jason Garrett definitely is a head coach really sucks, but you know who else sucks as a head coach is Mike McCarthy. I think yes. Aaron Rodgers, you know, used to say he's a meathead and we're all like, you know, oh, chill out Rogers. But he's not a good coach, like Mike McCarthy, and they've Jerry Jones has said they're bringing him back. So we have a very mediocre coach. We have Mike Nolan, who might be the worst defensive coordinator of all time. So it's not <laughs> well, been a good year. And, and really, was on a, a display in that Thanksgiving game against Washington, where, <laughs> well, I mean, you know, you look at the score and you think it was a blowout, but Dallas really had some chances to be in that game and just crazy fake punts in bad situations, crazy, bad play calling. But now you got Andy Dalton. You're at home. The Eagles coming to town with Jalen hurts. Are you, uh, are you on the Cowboys right now? Ryan, what is the line that we're picking this game at two and a half, two and a half is what I had. I'm locking up the Eagles minus two and a half. I'll tell you why. Cause Jalen hurts. He's got the offense going. <laughs> I, I think your defense is in shambles. Darius Slay, he's coming back, which is huge, and uh, he, he should be able to impact Amari Cooper enough. Dallas defense letting up 161.8 yards per game. Our running back Miles Sanders, he's going to get going. Big game here. Dallas defense has been getting some turnovers, so maybe maybe they really create some fumbles that keeps them in the game. But the Dallas Dallas offensive line, I mean Zach Martin, he's not coming out of that tunnel. Sure, Josh Sweat is out for the Eagles, but they still have Fletcher Cox, Javon Hargrave, Malik Jackson. I think they'll be able to get some pressure on Dalton and I, and Jalen Hurts versus that defense. I'm excited. I think he's going to light it up. Michelle, am I right or wrong? What do, what's your stance on the Cowboys this so week? Know, I 
I have thought about this game and I have gone back and forth and, you know, and since you're going to let me throw out my lock dog tease later, you know, there aren't, in my opinion, a whole lot of great dogs this week, but guess what? I'm doing it. I'm taking Dallas to win outright <laughs> because guess what? Why, why go four and, um, or five and, uh, 11 when you can go, you know, six and whatever, like we are going to win this game, but let me tell you why. The Cowboys were on track to have a historically bad, like worse since the beginning of the Cowboys defense. We've gone from historically bad to just bad. We've improved that much. <laughs> so we, and then our offense, believe it or not, I, I, I was shocked to look at our offense is, uh, is ranked like 11th. So Andy Dalton went from like, you know, um, buying uh, some real estate with Jared Goff on his Jared Goff sucks <laughs> Island to to actually being able to hold his own. So between, you know, you've got Gallup, you've got Amari Cooper, um, CD lamb, and then Tony Pollard, like hopefully Zeke will just be the backup. <laughs> I, I hope Zeke gets a lot of carries <laughs> <laughs> and our defense is going to, you're going to score a lot of points. I mean, I would tell anybody, I'd probably take the over in this game because both defenses are pretty shitty, but our defense is going to be do just enough to let an Andy Dalton <laughs> who would have thought Andy Dalton is going to save the day. Uh, I, I predict that we win just barely two to three points. Then, you know, restart the, the cow or the Carson Wentz uh, <laughs> Jalen controversy. So the Cowboys barely win this game. Jerry Jones is going to think that Mike McCarthy is a genius and I will continue the, uh, the fuck my life tour. I desperately was just as you were talking and, and doing a full blown diehard Eagles length rant on the Eagles. <laughs> I was like, please, please, please. If Michelle could just do one thing is telepathically receive this message to make fun of Sean for continually mentioning the Eagles as if he's on the team. And then what does she do? Talks about the Cowboys in the same way. So welcome to the D gens only family. Oh, you know what? I am taking the Eagles. The Cowboys team is fraudulent. Uh, the last week's win a bit on air. Uh, the, the, the Niners did everything they, they could in the first uh, couple minutes of that game to just hand Dallas the lead and the game. And then, uh, you know, Andy Dalton, uh, that's all we need to say. It's Andy Dalton. It's Mike McCarthy, Zeke Elliott on the field, being fed, not a formula for success. I'm on the Eagles. Sean, how does that make you feel? No, you know. I, I need the Eagles to win this game. Jalen hurts. He also is, he's a Texas kid. So uh, a little homecoming and I don't know exactly, but I feel like he's probably played at AT and T stadium and had a big game. I could look that up, but I'm just going to assume yeah, he has between the national championship, big 12 champion sec games it's, at some I'm, point I'm, he's played. And candidly, I'm happy that the quarterback you wanted this off season, I was saying in it from the second the beginning, round, great value on that good opportunity. <laughs> he's slipping. Let's grab Jalen hurts. All right, Michelle, before we let you go, give out your lock dog and tease for this weekend. All right. So my like, are, are, am I allowed to do the Monday night game as sure. a lock? Or? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Lock that up. And it's, you guys have Buffalo minus seven. Is that what you're yep. The, my, Yep. I, I think you've already talked enough about cam Newton. I, uh, <laughs> I did win totals before the season and I had, I was all over the Patriots under nine. As soon as they signed cam Newton, I was like, lock that up. <laughs> So Buffalo, Buffalo is on a roll. I mean, if Josh Allen can play like that, I mean, they, they could, I don't want to say they could win the AFC because I think Mahomes is too good, but anyway, so that would be my lock for sure. Would be Buffalo minus seven. And then for the T's, we'll take the saints down to one. Um, I think, uh, you know, that was a dream crusher for the Vikings and Zimmer's going to be thinking about his girlfriend. So they're just not really, 
Chicago minus one and a half. Leave it to the Jacksonville Jaguars to make Mitch Trubisky look like uh, John Elway. <laughs> What's going on? Mitch Trubisky looks like an actual football player. So, um, but yeah, the Jags are really bad. I actually, I had the Jags under five. I thought that was ridiculous. Somebody oh, man. more than five wins. Insane. Insane. And finally the chargers. Okay. Who would have thought you would, you would put the chargers in You can trust the chargers. Like this would be their third win in a row, but I guess technically if you're teasing it, um, it's going to be plus two and a half or plus three, depending on what you're picking it at. But I just think the Broncos are, are bad. And I've heard you guys talk about it and I could not agree more that Justin Herbert could be like, he could be all time. Great. Like he looks incredible. Yeah. Justin Herbert looks amazing. He's got great arms. We did. We did take Denver in the points, but I wouldn't be surprised if this is some crazy three point game. Nice. One arbitrage. point, two point game. It, this feels like it'll be like 34 to 32. There'll be some random block punt. That'll go for a safety. That'll decide it. So I think getting three points in this game is, is the move regardless. And what do you got yep. for your dog? Oh my Cowboys! My oh, that's right. Oh God, Ryan. <laughs> well, you—I mean, disgusting. Ass. Again, I, I, you know, it's it's Cowboys Eagles week, and you're bringing on I, the enemy. Well, you know, gotta. gotta I'm so, I'm shocked that both of you guys uh, are betting against the Cowboys. You know. <laughs> hey, we do one thing and uh, one thing only, and that is pick against the Dallas Cowboys every time. It's the only consistency it's been a pretty good, in my life. Pretty good strategy past couple of years. Michelle, thank you for calling uh, calling the show. And uh, worst of luck comes Sunday when it comes to your yes, Cowboys. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. I'll talk to you guys soon. All right. Take it easy. Bye. Ace per head. That's right. Ace per head. Thinking about starting your own online sports book? You can do it over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. Use that sign up link and get up to six weeks free of their amazing sports book software. That's right. Six. Are you kidding me? Aceperhead.com slash SGP. Ace is the place if you want to start your own online sports book. Now is the time. Aceperhead.com slash SGP. Mobile wagering, in game wagering. They come up with all the lines. They grade all the lines. They do all the heavy lifting for you. All you got to do is go to Aceperhead.com slash SGP. Sign up there and start. Start your own small business, your own online sports book, acebread.com slash SGP. Kramer, let's close it out strong. Sunday night, which by the way, I, I the one percenters exist in real life, Sean. What is that? Female fans. Yes. They they do exist. Tennessee heads to Green Bay for Sunday night football. The temperature is gonna be cold for this one, Sean. It's projected to be in the teens, maybe a little snow. Green Bay laying three and a half, minus one seventy-five on the money line. Tennessee plus one forty-five. Fifty-six is the total. I we're not totals guys, but how do you not take the under when the temperature is going to be in the teens when the total's fifty-six? Well, I I guess I would say because Tennessee's putting up you know forty-three points a game uh, or whatever it is, they've gone they're leading the league in points per game and. Green Bay's defense hasn't been that good. Tennessee's pass defense really, really shady right now. It is D Hember still. It is. Is it going to be a D Hember to remember? I'm kind of going back and forth on this game because I do think our buddy uh, Robert Tunyon has himself a game. Uh, someone hit us up on Twitter saying they liked him in DFS. Unfortunately, it's the late game, so you're gonna have to maybe play yeah. him in the one, the showdown game, or I, I think maybe a uh, DJ's only prop bet. Is in order for Big Bob Tanya and coming off his Pro Bowl snub Bobby. could be 
could be interesting there. I mean, Tennessee 29th and weighted DVOA and you have Aaron Rodgers who is on this quest to light things up and and you know, he was clearly disappointed he didn't put up more points against the Panthers. He wants to throw himself in that mix. And I think you'll have some opportunities against the Titans, but then coming the other way, you got Derrick Henry and you got Ryan Tannehill playing really well and they're putting up a ton of points. I just see I I, I as a Giants fan, this is what I see. I see that yeah. cold ass game in 2007, 2008 playoffs when Brandon Jacobs, Plaxico Burris, Eli Manning and the boys went up, took down the Packers in Lambeau and it was cold as shit. Like so cold, you see like you can tell people's lips are swollen, like their face is swollen. While Tom Coughlin's face is still defrosting. While, while it's going to be a little warmer, uh, it's still going to feel like 14 degrees. And I just can't help but think of Brandon Jacobs putting his shoulder through people and what that could look like yeah. with Derrick Henry. Um, I, I don't love the way the Packers have, you know, similarly to the Chiefs, they've not done a good job of shutting the door with all these games. But I think the one angle that made me finally solidify my position on Green Bay, all about the coach. All about the coach. All about the coach playing again. You know, he came from Tennessee, Sean. I don't know if you know this. He didn't he come through the Tennessee uh, coaching coaching tree with with Zach Taylor. Did he not come out of that? Lafleur. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Hold on. Now, now you're. I'll I'll save that point to later. Uh, but I think the thing you nailed it. It's the Aaron Rodgers is committed to to getting himself an MVP. The franchise seems committed to getting him the MVP, and I think. Assuming the weather isn't bad enough where he can't throw the ball, if there's one quarterback who can throw in cold weather, it's him. I don't see why you wouldn't love this matchup. We've talked about it all all season long. Tennessee can't do shit about teams that can pass the ball. Yeah, I mean, it, I guess I'm just worried about Tennessee's offense. I mean, four and one in the last five games, and listen to these points: thirty against the Ravens, forty-five at the Colts, thirty-five against the Browns, a game they lost. 31 at the Jaguars and then 46 at home against the no, Lions. They seem to be ticking. I, I think I think that's probably why the number's three and a half and not higher. Yeah. I guess it it, it, it it comes down to do you think Tennessee is an elite team? I, I think the last thing I'll just go Green Bay non or Tennessee non conference road game. I, I don't know why it went from four to three and a half. I don't think that Green Bay Carolina thing was enough to shake me off Green Bay. I, I I'm going Green Bay, although I'm definitely nervous about this game um, because, yeah, I don't know. You could just see Tennessee. I could see this being a shootout, even though it's supposed to be cold weather. Or I could just see Derrick Henry having himself a game and and not really letting the Packers' offense get going. And I don't know why the Packers' offense couldn't do more in the second half of that Panthers game. I'm still trying to figure that out. So. Certainly some issues. I think Devontae Adams could have another massive game. Aaron Jones, massive game. Bobby Tanyan. Like I, I just don't see how they slow down Green Bay. So that that's why I'm going Green Bay. But I'm a little nervous about Matty LaFleur uh, was Vrabel's offensive coordinator in his first year. So a okay. little bit of a, a, a awareness of each other. So as but well. doubt now it does Vrabel know what uh, Matt LaFleur is gonna try and do? Maybe. I just uh, you know, if you just sit back and remove, you know, like they say, uh, sharps play numbers, not teams or people. And you just look at this. It's Aaron Rodgers. It's Aaron Rodgers at home. It's Aaron Rodgers at home laying a short number. Spread don't matter, right, Sean? Yeah, I guess not. 
I mean, is it, are you taking Tennessee to win a non-conference road game on Sunday night football against? No, Aaron I mean, I, I'm a little worried that they're you're taking Ryan Tannehill against Aaron Rodgers. No, I'm going green Bay minus three and a half. I am a little worried about Tennessee kind of find their rhythm here late, but uh, yeah, I'm fine. Green Bay minus three and a half. Yeah, I, I'm going to join you. And I, I do think also we'll be in a, a situation where Tennessee will probably be the public side here. Another, another flea situation. Buffalo heads to new England where the bills are minus seven, minus three ten on the money line. Patriots plus two fifty five. Forty six is the total. Is New England going to play? Are they are they going to play hard? <laughs> I mean, doesn't the rest of the team just opt out now? Belichick's already taken the San Diego job, right? Or sorry, no, Los I mean, this Angeles. Is, <laughs> you know, could you make a case that this is like the Bengals getting up for the Buffalo game? Like Gilmore know. out? I don't know. If I, I don't know. I. I I just think you can't pick against Buffalo right now. They are just red hot. Uh, I don't know if New England has a Super Bowl in them because normally these like Monday night home dog spots are good for bad teams who aren't used to Monday night football or or play. This is kind of the opposite. New England's a bad team that doesn't realize it's bad. Much like in that movie Billy Madison. Well, the betting public doesn't realize they're bad. That's for sure. Well, and and much like coming back to my Billy Madison analogy, Ryan, where Billy Madison, <laughs> when he came back to high school, he had a bad case of loser denial. Yeah, he didn't realize he was a loser. He he thought he was still that cool Billy Madison that was in high school in the late you know late nineteen eighties, early nineties. Then one of his uh, new loser friends says, "Hey, man, I had a bad case of loser denial till the lacrosse team shoved a parking cone up my ass." He's like, no, I'm cool, man. I don't know what you're talking about. That is the New England Patriots right now. They are Billy Madison. They don't know how weird and out of place they are. Cam Newton, his throwing motion is as uncomfortable as Billy Madison was as a first grade student, right? I mean, that that release is just horrific. Cam Newton has eight games without a throwing touchdown. How does that happen? He I plays mean, quarterback. I mean, for we give way too much shit to Lamar Jackson. For being a running back, <laughs> yeah, it, but he's not even a good enough running back. Buffalo special team right now. You said you mentioned Gilmore is out. They're just going to sit back there. Cole Beasley's going to have himself a game. Is John Brown going to be back? He's he's on the road to return. I don't know if they. I don't I'm know if he's going to be ready like, to go Monday. But maybe he might this be. is where you dust them off. And just from a just from like the 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 subjective emotional like crescendo that Buffalo's on. What better way to stamp their like, look, they're they're this lock. If they win this game, they're locked into the two seed, essentially, right? Uh, that I don't know off the top of my head, but I, but just what a better way to stamp the season, you know? Like, it's lit. You're literally like New England's holding on to the edge of the cliff by a couple fingers, and the Bills have an opportunity to come over and help help the new, the Patriots up or <laughs> stomp on their hand and push them to their death three thousand feet below. What do you think's gonna happen? Well, and, and there is a, uh, you know, there's just a certain, this Buffalo team seems to have the ability when you're starting to identify potential super bowl teams, they really beat up on bad teams. You saw what they did to the Broncos. I think it could be a similar situation against this Patriots team list, Ryan, here's a list of NFL players to tally 4,000 passing yards, 30 plus passing touchdowns and eight plus rushing how, touchdowns how many in people, one season. How many people are on that list? One. Josh, Josh Allen. That's right. My number one fantasy football quarterback is in the two spot right now. He's going to overtake Kyler Murray in this game. Let's go, Buffalo. 
Buffalo is such a fun team to root for. I'm all over Buffalo minus seven. So the the angle the other way is like, oh well, they you know that that crowd at the airport, they're smelling themselves. But yeah, this team is on a mission. They know that mission's not done yet. And like, if there's ever going to be a game, they're not going to look past. It's an opportunity to beat the Patriots in their house. <laughs> like it, it's just there's no way to get past this one, Sean. I felt like I was a little chalky this week. Yeah, but I'm looking back, and I, I don't think it's so bad. I'm definitely leaning a little more favorite heavy, but I got some. I got some interesting. I have seven dogs, spots. nine favorites. Okay. Yeah, I got uh, you know, I got I got enough dogs. Ooh, four dogs, Sean. No, I have uh, five dogs. Breathe over there through all that chalk. <laughs> well, some are some small, uh, small dogs and small favorites. I mean, minus one and a half, minus two and a half. Come on, Ryan. Splitting cunt hairs, as they say. Happy Time for the Lock Dog Tease presented by MyBookie.ag. Promo code SGP. Get in on their six days of giving. What do you got, Kramer? Oh, I thought you go first. Oh, that's right. That that has been better for our mojo. It has. I love a. Uh, I like. I'm a cleanup hitter, Sean. We talked about. I like this. Michelle's lock of Buffalo minus Ooh. seven, but I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it spicy here. Miami's been good to me all season. Maybe it's a little scary going road favorite here, but I don't know, man. I, I just Miami's gonna win this game. The Raiders are just a team you got to fade Fuck, right now. We're double locking this all year, first time all year. Fuck it. This is. <laughs> I mean, I've already put gotten down on this big time. Let's do it. All right. No, we're my, taking we're taking the same lock this week. Miami minus three for my dog. Uh, I don't like, I don't like Detroit to win outright. And no. then some of the, you know, I do like Pittsburgh, but I don't know if that's, that doesn't qualify as a dog. No, I know it's, it's plus one ten. I'm going to go Denver plus uh, the money line on the Broncos 155. That's a legit money line. It, this, you know, the Chargers have one more collapse in them and it could come uh, Sunday. So give me the Broncos money line for my T's. Buffalo minus one. Carol, you can't put Carolina in the T's. Oh, Baltimore <laughs> minus five. And uh, hmm, Chicago's interesting. Do I just do Arizona to win? Uh, you know, I'll do New Orleans minus uh, minus a half. That's easy. It's though. an easy teaser week, I think. It really is. Uh, that's always it's always a bit dangerous, but Don't Buffalo minus right, one, though. Baltimore minus five, New Orleans minus a half. Ryan, you're locked dog uh, and I'm, tease. I, again, I told you this this week is a shit show, and one of the one of the games I, I love, I already bet it. Uh, Miami minus three. I don't like. You can even avoid some of the craziness by just get get out of the divisional games. Like any of the games that are divisional games this week, it, it, just steer clear of them. Yeah, that's where you can get those those wonky outcomes. So. Uh, and for my dog, I am going to go to to one of those short dogs, Sean, because Pittsburgh is mad. Give me Pittsburgh <laughs> as a dog. Like I, I think this could this get to two and a half. Will it could could it get to three? Could Indy get up to three? I don't know. The the public just seems to be all over uh, Indy, and I think people have just given up on Pittsburgh. Even though Pittsburgh's a close your eyes special at home, it's crazy. Uh, and then for my tease, uh, like I said, I think it's kind of easy this week. Doing a little bit of dangerous stuff, uh, even though there's some nice teases up. Uh, I'm gonna take uh, New Orleans down to a half. To a half, I, I you know, I, one of us could have thrown that out as a lock too, because I just, I just think they're gonna struggle the Vikings uh, for my the second leg. I think you want to take Chicago and bring that to one and a half. Jacksonville seems to have taken, uh, and maybe that that was another game that could have been a lock. 
because Jacksonville just seems to be out on the season. The last yeah. one, I'll, I'll, it's probably a debate between uh, bringing the Rams up uh, and taking the Bills down. But give me the Unlimited. Bills. Give me the Bills down to one. I hear you, Sean. And, and ha- had you been on the Rams, like that could have been uh, in consideration for my uh, dog. I didn't want to make it the dog though because. I don't want to put on the card if you're going to be anti it. So that's no. bad juju. You know, you, if you feel that strongly, right? No, I that's... don't. I don't. So uh, Capper Cup. Capper Cup. Can we put the Dolphins on twice? No, unfortunately, we can't. So Miami's definitely going on. They are double that up. They're minus three on the uh, on the Capper Cup as well. Well, Pittsburgh and Denver, we both like Pittsburgh. Those spots. Um, on the Capper Cup, they are uh, one and a half as well. And Denver, I think Denver were actually getting three and a half in the Capper Cup, so that that even feels a little bit better, uh, especially there. So, what we got to do now is our magic formula is three dogs and two favorites. So, Ryan, that from the remaining ones, what do we like? <laughs> wait, wait, was that? I thought the formula was four favorites, one dog. Yeah, and then that got that was bad. <laughs> oh, Last week new- we went undefeated. We didn't get one wrong. We pushed once. We went four zero and one. Good with call. Three dogs and two favorites. All so, right, so look, come on, we're both rooting for Carolina. Let's just toss it in there. Yeah, why the fuck not? Yeah, I don't know. If, I mean, I don't want. I don't like Detroit enough to to mess with that. Carolina plus one and a half, and another favorite we both like. I mean, I well, lo- I love putting Buffalo in anything. I, I would say for me, it's Buffalo, or um, or New Orleans. But I I. <sighs> Buffalo, man. Why? Why are we overthinking it? Buffalo. It's Michelle's. I, lock. I think about that fucking that guy. Down goes <laughs> Dallas. I follow him on Twitter. He's a fun follow. Like, and I just think like Buffalo is gonna take Buffalo, Bill Belichick. Buffalo is seven and a half in the Capra Cup, but I almost like it more than because people won't take it. <laughs> Hashtag Contreras. I mean, look, uh, c- could they get run all over by the Bills randomly in this game? And it could be like when we watch Baltimore go down to New England, maybe. But well, this- also worth noting, Minnesota seven and a half in the Capper Cup. Mm. So I, I, I think I'm fine with Buffalo by yeah, seven. And a half. The other one I would have thrown out was the Chicago one, but eh, I don't know. I feel you. We can we, something. I, I have no problem putting Buffalo in here. Yeah, I'd rather take it's Monday night too. Like, what the uh, Bill Belichick doesn't want any. It was Kraft even going to be at the game. I'd rather take Buffalo as a road favorite than Mitch Trubisky as a road favorite. Now I know I know it matters who they're playing, but I'd just rather stick with. Imagine my boy Josh trying Allen. to explain to us a couple of years ago that Josh Allen and Mitchell <laughs> Trubisky would both be seven point road favorites in the future. <laughs> <laughs> future is a wild, Whoa. weird place. Whoa. Thank you for participating in the sports gambling podcast. Thank you indeed. Uh, make sure you uh, toss us a five star rating Please. and review. Merry Christmas to all, and uh, hopefully, hopefully you got a winning pick there for Friday, Christmas Day. I know we got a bunch of uh, NBA content going on. Make sure you check out the NBA Gambling Podcast. But again, thank you guys for tuning in. It's been an awesome year, and uh, Merry Christmas, everyone, for the Sports Gambling Podcast. I'm Sean. Stack the money green, and he is Ryan. Man, Dwayne Haskins needed to stay away from those ho ho hoes. Kramer, let it ride.
It's finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.